What is up, beautiful people? Welcome back to the Lioness Podcast. For those of you who don't know me, I am your host, Elia Land. I am a certified pleasure and empowerment coach, and I am here to help you navigate dating, sex, and relationships from a place of deep self-love. So a little bit about me. I am ethically non-monogamous. I am queer. I am sex positive. I am kink positive. I believe all bodies are good bodies, and it is my mission to help you feel sexually and emotionally empowered so you can bring that power out into the world. Because you know what, y'all? We need to see more women and gender expansive humans standing in their power and shaking shit up. (laughs) So this week on the podcast, we are going to talk about self-pleasure, some of the many benefits of self-pleasure, why you might not be doing it or enjoying it as much as you'd like to. One of the absolute biggest reasons people, especially women, don't allow or enjoy solo pleasure what might be getting in the way of doing it or enjoying it, and of course, ways to make solo play easier to incorporate into your life, more fun, and more satisfying. But before we get into that, I haven't recorded a podcast for you in a minute, and that is because I have been bananas busy. (laughs) I've mentioned this on the podcast before, but I am currently getting a second coaching certification. It's a year-long sex, love, and relationship certification. I want to do this so I can have even more knowledge and tools to serve this beautiful community and to help you feel like your most empowered, most radiant, most sexually satisfied, alive self ever. But this year-long certification program is kicking my ass. (laughs) It is so much work, y'all. It's so much work. But I am learning a ton, so it is all good. I am loving it. But it's no joke. It is a lot of work. So in order to walk my own talk, I am pulling back where I can in order to keep things sustainable. Because you know we are not about killing yourself with work around here. We are not about stretching yourself so thin that you are a barely functioning human being. We are about balance. We are about sustainability. We are about taking care of yourself so you don't burn out and so you can show up in the world the way you want to. So that said, podcasts will be happening when I feel resourced and grounded enough to produce them. So I just wanted to update you. And there is another reason I haven't recorded a podcast for you in a little while, and that is because I've been working on a new project to help you feel more alive and connected to pleasure, and it is finally ready so I get to share the details with you. So I want you to think back, and I want you to remember the joy of heading off to summer camp as a kid, making new friends, getting lost in arts and craft projects. Who doesn't love a project made out of popsicle sticks, right? Maybe a spaceship made out of marshmallows. (laughs) (laughs) think back to learning how to double dutch. That was my personal favorite part of summer camp. Um, Splashing around in a cold lake or a pool on a hot day and then drying off in the summer sun, toasting marshmallows around the campfire, telling ghost stories under the moonlight. Well, this summer, it is time to pack your virtual bags and join me for pleasure camp. Pleasure camp is like a virtual summer camp for adults that will bring you back to feeling good in your body, your mind, and your spirit. It is a 10-week group coaching program I designed to help you feel more pleasure in your body, to help you feel more pleasure in your life, to reconnect with that pure, unadulterated summertime bliss, and rediscover the things that make you feel most alive. 
In Pleasure Camp, you will learn things like how to slow down and get present with yourself, ways to engage your senses to connect with the beauty of the world all around you, ways to get out of a rut when your life is on autopilot and every day feels like blur's day, techniques for feeling more pleasure and aliveness in your body, how to connect with your innate sensuality and share that with your partner or partners if you desire, ways to create more pleasure in your romantic and platonic relationships, and how to build a lifelong pleasure habit that will keep you feeling centered, grounded, and connected to yourself even when life gets hectic. So I'm going to drop a link in the show notes. Go check it out. And to thank you for being part of the Lioness podcast community, I have got a discount code that will get you 25% off your registration. Just use code LIONESSPOD at checkout to get 25% off. That's Lioness, L-I-O-N-E-S-S-E. Don't forget that E at the end of Lioness, pod, P-O-D. And I'll put this link in the show notes as well for 25% off your registration. It is going to be so much fun. I cannot wait. We are starting on June 29th. I hope to see you there. Okay, let's get into today's episode. So the idea for this episode came out of a series of mails I shared with my mailing list and BT dubs. If you are not on there, you should be. There is a link in the show notes to join my mailing list. Check it out. Get yourself added. Anyway, last month was hashtag masturbation May. So I did a series of mails all about self-pleasure, all the benefits it provides, how to do it better, some myth busting, and some tips on how to incorporate it into your life. Many of us are taught to view self-pleasure as something shameful or dirty or something to get out of the way quickly and sort of mindlessly, uh, something to do while watching porn or using a toy. And while I have nothing against porn, as long as it's ethical, pay for your porn, folks. That's all I'm going to say about that right now. Um, I have nothing against porn. I have nothing against toys. But I also think self-pleasure when it's done mindfully, when you give yourself space to explore and really lean into pleasure, can be so much more. It can be liberating to feel in charge of your own pleasure. It can be healing to connect with yourself on a deeper level and figure out what you really enjoy and to have a safe, pressure-free space to explore sexual pleasure. It can be mind-expanding or even spiritual when combined with mindfulness, meditation, and the intention for mental or spiritual expansion. So I'm never going to hate on having a quickie with yourself in the shower, okay? (laughs) Orgasms are good for you. But in this episode, I want to explore self-pleasure in a bit more detail and get into some ways to make it easier to incorporate into your life and more satisfying. So the first thing I want to talk about is a couple reasons self-pleasure is good for you. So first up, self-pleasure makes you healthier. It is a natural stress reliever. When you are focused on pleasurable sensation in your body, you're less likely to be thinking about that unfinished work project or the gazillion tasks you feel like you should have already finished. Self-pleasure can also reduce pain, including period cramps. Note to self. (laughs) Um, It can help you sleep better. It can keep your pelvic floor strong, which is super, super important for sexual health and reproductive health. If your solo play session includes an orgasm, and side note, it 100% does not have to, you can just enjoy pleasurable sensations in your body without having to climax. But if it does, your body produces all sorts of neurotransmitters that make you feel good. Things like oxytocin, dopamine, that are shown to lower stress and improve your mood. So self-pleasure is good for you. It makes you healthier. Second, 
Self-pleasure helps you figure out what you like sexually. So our society prioritizes men's pleasure. So it's common for people socialized as women to be out of touch with their own pleasure, especially sexual pleasure. But during a solo play session, you can create a pressure-free environment, go at your own pace, and just explore without a goal. Feeling comfortable and connected to your body is so, so, so important for well-being. And knowing what sorts of touch and sensation turn you on can be super empowering. And an added bonus is that if you're having partnered sex, you can take what you discover and share it with your partner or partners, which makes for better partnered sex. So there are so many good reasons to prioritize self-pleasure. Okay, so that said, why do many of us not do it or not enjoy it as much as we could? So let's get into it. Let's start with one of the biggest reasons, and that is feelings of guilt or shame. So if you were taught that touching yourself was dirty or wrong, that can definitely get in the way of your ability to experience solo pleasure. And it's sadly pretty common to have lingering feelings of guilt or shame or dirtiness around touching yourself. So I want to highlight that you are not alone if you feel this, and there is absolutely nothing wrong with you. It is super common. And the good news is that this is a belief that you have learned over time, so it can be unlearned over time. So just to share a personal example, I used to have very, very ambivalent feelings around sex, sexual pleasure, self-pleasure, and I've talked on the show before about how I received pretty much zero sex ed growing up and how I had some pretty negative beliefs about my body, about sex, about receiving pleasure. And I've also talked about how by consciously working to undo these beliefs, I've been able to come to a place of comfort, gratitude, and even joy in my sexuality and sexual pleasure. I'm not saying it happened overnight, but I am saying that it happened and that I have a deep belief in our ability to undo societal conditioning and choose how we want to live our lives. Okay, so how do you undo this societal conditioning of guilt and shame? So a very good place to start is identifying exactly what beliefs you currently hold. You can't undo your beliefs if you don't know what they are. So journaling can be very useful here. Um, as can talking with a trusted friend or simply thinking and reflecting on it. So after you identify what beliefs you have, the next step is then to decide what you want to believe instead. That decision, making a choice is super powerful. And having that as your sort of like North Star can be really useful. And you can move towards that through things like reflection, journaling, talking with trusted friends so that you can change your beliefs over time. Another thing that can be really useful is finding sex positive community online or IRL. I've talked about this on the podcast before, but changing the metaphorical waters you swim in can go a long way towards changing your mindset. If you want to hear more about this, check out episode 32, Three Tips for Enjoying Sex More. In that episode, I go into detail on how to reprogram your brain and change your beliefs. Another thing you can do, of course, is to talk with a therapist or a coach who specializes in sexuality. That is a great way to get support and change your beliefs. So I am currently fully booked for one-on-one -on -one coaching, but I will drop a link in the show notes for my waitlist if you're interested in working together, and I would be honored to work with you. Okay, number two, another thing that keeps people from engaging in and enjoying self-pleasure is the belief that it attracts from sex with a partner. And y'all... <laughs> this one drives me crazy because A, it's rooted in patriarchy and cishet normativity. B, it's outdated and sex negative. And C, it keeps so many people and mostly women and vulva owners from experiencing maximal sexual pleasure, both solo and during partnered sex. 
So research actually shows that self-pleasure improves sexual function and satisfaction in women. So I couldn't find any studies for gender expansive folks, but I will put a link to one study demonstrating this in the show notes. And as I already mentioned, orgasms make you healthier and happier, which helps you be in the mood for partnered sex and enjoy it more. Basically, the more often you're in touch with your sensual self, the easier it is to access that part of you, whether solo or with a partner. So I invite you to throw this crusty ass belief out the window (laughs) and give yourself permission to revel in your sexuality in all its forms. I also want to touch on another common barrier to self-pleasure, and that is feeling like you don't have the time and or space. So my response to this is, (laughs) as with anything in your life, if you don't create space for it, it's likely not going to happen because life is busy AF these days, (laughs) y'all. It just is. And it feels like it's just getting busier if we let it. So many of us have work to do, we have homes to maintain, we have food to shop for and cook, we have kids to care for, we have bills to pay. And on top of all that, we want to invest time in ourselves, in healthy eating, in foods that nourish us, in finding time for our body, in spending time with friends, not to mention the added time suck of keeping up with the never-ending news cycles and social media. It is no joke, y'all. It is a lot. So, The first step is to make self-pleasure a priority and commit to carving out some time to connect with yourself. Hopefully, some of the benefits we've already been over can serve as motivation. And next, you need to set aside that time, babe. (laughs) This can be just mentally, or you can add it to your to-do list, or you can put it on your calendar, set a reminder on your phone. That one works really well for me. Whatever works for you, but set aside the time create some time for yourself, gift yourself with some time to connect with yourself and create more pleasure in your body, in your life. Lastly, find some space, some physical space for your solo play session. So I invite you to get creative. Like I said, I'm not going to frown on squeezing in a quickie session with yourself, but I am a huge fan of seducing yourself. (laughs) (laughs) So I invite you to get creative. Surround yourself with soft textures, blankets, maybe a silk robe, curate a sexy playlist, take a bath with scented oils, light some candles, play with engaging your senses and making it feel relaxing or energizing or grounding or however it is that you want to feel. And this is a good opportunity to prioritize your own self-care by asking your partner or kids or housemates to leave the house for a bit or letting them know that you'll be unavailable for X amount of time. Boundaries, y'all. Boundaries. So important. Good chance. Good, good opportunity to practice setting boundaries. So we've looked at some of the reasons pleasure is good for you and why many people don't do it often or enjoy it fully. And the last thing I want to talk about is one of the absolute biggest reasons people, and especially people socialized as women, feel funny or guilty or shameful about self-pleasure. And that is that we feel like we don't deserve pleasure in general. Women are taught that it's our job above all else to take care of others. We are supposed to be saintly mothers. We're supposed to be ideal wives and partners. We're supposed to be dutiful children to our parents, caring siblings, engaged, flexible, and friendly in the workplace. Now, y'all, I absolutely 1000% support caring for those around us, our families, our friends, our communities, the planet, but all that nurturing that's expected of us can easily tip into self-sacrificing and ignoring your own needs. 
these societal expectations leave hardly any room for tending to your own pleasure and well-being. And fam, that is not a coincidence, okay? (laughs) Systems of oppression like patriarchy, racism, ageism function by keeping the oppressed focus on doing and striving to achieve absolutely unachievable standards and by alienating people from pleasure and joy. One example of this is how busy women are kept chasing ridiculous beauty standards, how much time and money it takes up, how much effort we put into trying to appear forever young. Another example is how pay gaps and iniquities in terms of job opportunities can cut people of color off from the means and leisure time to engage with pleasure. So I'm going to stop here. (laughs) If you want to hear more of a deep dive into this, check out my conversation with Dr. Devin Price in episode 12, Your Productivity Is Not Your Worth. That is such a good episode. Y'all definitely check that out. I'm not going to go into further detail here because that is not the focus of this episode. But my point is that a lot of what we're taught disconnects us from our pleasure and even makes us believe we don't deserve to engage with deep pleasure on a regular basis. So let me take a minute to repeat one of my very favorite messages. Pleasure is your birthright, period. (laughs) It's not a nice to have. It's not frivolous. Pleasure is essential. Pleasure is a right. Pleasure is your birthright. You deserve pleasure. Plus, y'all, it just feels really, really good, okay? (laughs) And it makes you glow from the inside out. So living a pleasure-filled life will make you look more radiant and more beautiful than any anti-aging serum or procedure ever could. And creating more pleasure in your life not only makes you a happy, healthier, saner human being, it also makes you a better, more creative, more present parent, partner, coworker, community member. Allowing yourself to feel all sorts of pleasure, including sexual pleasure, is a powerful act of affirming to yourself and the world around you that you matter, you are worthy, and that you get to take up space and feel fully alive. Pleasure is the foundation of well-being. Pleasure is good for you. Pleasure is healing. Pleasure, including sexual pleasure, is the key that opens the door for expansive, joyful, embodied living. This is why I created Pleasure Camp. I want to see you having the most luscious, most pleasure-filled summer ever. I want to see you feeling deeply at home in your body and connected to your innate sensuality. I want you to know with every fiber of your being that pleasure is your birthright and a sure path to joy and aliveness. So if you want to experience all of that in a spirit of fun, play, adventure, and exploration, if you want to reconnect with all kinds of pleasure, movement pleasure, food pleasure, body pleasure, nature pleasure, creativity pleasure, relationship pleasure, click the link in the show notes and check it out. I am so, so excited to share Pleasure Camp with you. I cannot wait to see you there. All right, fam. That's what I have for you today. Thank you for listening to today's episode. Thank you for being part of this community. I always appreciate your support. I will be back soon with another episode for you. Until then, I hope you have a beautiful week and remember that you are perfect and deserving of pleasure exactly as you are.